Welcome, you're listening to Radio Cali. This is Inspired. So me and Catherine are here today. Hi. And we're here with Joe and Rory. Say hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so we're excited today because we're going to talk a little bit. Rory's going to tell us a little bit about his story and how he became a Christian. And Joe's got some very exciting things to tell us about Sydney and Hillsong. And what is, is it? Life. You've got a quiz for us as well. I do. Um, yeah, some get us in the Christmas vibes. <laughs> Um, so we're going to start us off. Uh, this is Supernatural by Planet Shakers. Hi everyone, um, welcome back. Um, enjoyed that song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit different. It is. It was quite different, but it's good hearing different songs. Quite liked it. Um, so we're going to go straight into our first guest tonight, um, but we're just going to get to know you a little bit more. So first, what's your name? Where do you come from? What are you studying? So my name is Rory. Mm-hmm. I am from Glasgow, near yeah. Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still stay at home. Um, I am in third year studying building surveying mm-hmm. at Cali. What sort of stuff do you do in your course? Uh, we study buildings, basically, like old ones, new ones, how to fix them, how to identify problems. Mm-hmm. With them and stuff like that. Cool. I love working with computers uh-huh. as well. It's good fun. Nice. I don't know anything about that. Do you know anything? No, it's no. not really my field. <laughs> no, it's not my field either. Um, so we're just going to have some quick fire questions with you just to get you a little bit warmed up. Go for it. Um, so are you a morning or a night person? Night, so, definitely. Night. Um, what is one food you wouldn't want to ever give up? Uh, like pigtails, Percy pigtails. You get them from Marks and Spencers. Ah. They're like my favourite thing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Like the special ones, or does it have to be the originals? I no, just like the standard ones. Mm. How do you like your steak cooked? Uh, medium. Medium. <laughs> do you have a nickname? No, I don't. No. no. Um, are you a dog or a cat person? Dog. Dog. Yeah. Good shout. And last one, if you have coffee, how many cups of coffee do you have a day? Uh, I like w- one very sugary cup of coffee, mm. maybe. In the morning? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Whenever I can, really. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, Lauren, I think you have the questions, but just, um, so when did you first start thinking about Christ? Like, how did you... It was probably at the very, very start of uni. Um, A girl that I met on a school trip invited me to do an alpha course, and I just just kind of went for it. I don't really know why I did it. I I just didn't really have anything better to do, because it was like a long summer after sixth year. So I just just went along to that. And uh, it was quite cool. It was really strange. Like one of my best friend's dad was kind of like there, mm. and he was like telling me about Jesus and stuff. But like I had no idea that this guy was a Christian. And I'd known him since I was like five or something. So it was really cool to see him there. And that was kind of what got me thinking. Yeah. And was that girl? Was she? She was on your course. So how did she kind of start talking about that to you? Because I find that really amazing that like she evangelized in that way. Yeah. So I. Uh, it, she, she, we didn't even go to the same school. It was like all the schools in our area, the, the geography departments went on a trip. And we just met at that and we started chatting. And uh, we got met up with her a couple of times. And then uh, she just... It was, it was like the most random thing. She was just like, do you want to come to this thing? It's called an elf course. And she was like, it's just a mad course where you get to talk about life and that. Uh-huh. That was actually what she said. Did so. she mention that it was Christian at all? She did. She says it's about like at her church and they talk about their faith and stuff as well. So she did mention it, but, uh-huh. like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. So what was your life like before, before kind of any sort of Christianity then? 
Uh, well, I had quite a, quite a good group of friends in high school, but we kind of grew, grew apart a lot towards the end. Uh, so summer and start of uni was quite a lonely time, so going to the Alpha course was definitely good, just to like, have the opportunity just to like chat to people like every week, people like know what was going on in your life and stuff, and you could chat quite openly to them about it. Uh, yeah, my life wasn't like terrible before I was a Christian. I did used to like, drink quite a lot and stuff, but uh, I don't think I was, you know, a particularly horrible person. Had you like heard about Christ like growing up, or was it was this uh, the first time? But like at, at school and stuff, you know, like when they tell the stories and like I went to uh, BB as well, so they used to tell you all these like stories, but I never really <coughs> actually thought about them like as being real ever. So what was it about Jesus that kind of changed your mind to kind of think this is real? I think it was when um, a guy at CU started reading Uncover with me. Uh, so like, it was quite cool to actually look into like the character of Jesus and look at him as like an actual person like existed instead of looking at him as as a sort of myth. So it was quite good to actually look into the, the personality of him and what he was like as a person when he was around and um, I think one of the best things that I know is that like the Bible shows that he's for everybody not just for like because I always had this sort of idea that Jesus was only for people that were like absolutely sinless and were like quite good like good mm-hmm. people um, so I think that the fact that he came for like everybody like sinners, sick people and rich people and poor people was something that really sort of grabs my attention so what was the turning point for you? Was it through reading Uncover? It was through reading Uncover and um, coming along to see you as well was like really helpful to get to know like Christians your age that you can talk to because like the Alpha course was good but most of them were like older so I found it kind of hard to relate to a lot of them. Um, and actually just like praying was one thing I found like really useful. I actually did see like the impact of that on my life and so I found that like after I'd like prayed and being helped out of stuff by God it was like hard to kind of turn my back on it so I think praying see you reading uncover was definitely something that was really really helpful like actually getting to analyze the bible rather than just like skim over it that was really good yeah the uncover thing is an amazing way of evangelizing it's like I feel like it's CU's like, way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> for definitely. Anyone, for anyone who doesn't know, Uncover, it's one gospel, one of the, the gospels, I think it's Mark we're Mark. doing this year, but I think yeah. it was John before that, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I did John. It did John. And it's just, it's a very kind of casual kind of Bible study, just asking questions about one of the gospels, just questions to kind of get you thinking about it, isn't it? Yeah, Pretty it's not much. like questions that there's the right answer to. Like, there's yeah. not even answers in it. It's just like questions that get you thinking about it yeah, the as whole opposed point to just to reading it make you think mm. yeah that's and it's so good that hearing that like this testimony that comes from it and it like really you know yeah it works it. like yeah. so you've been a christian but is that about three years then uh, two years two years yeah almost two years so how do you want to grow as a christian then and in your faith I have absolutely no idea, really. Uh, I guess I want to get, like, I, I'm stuck into, like, a really good church at the moment. It's really good. It's uh, helped me be able to, like, so I, I put it play in the worship team, which is, like, a, a great way of, like, growing in faith, and I meet up with people and do Bible studies. But, really, I'm just, like, waiting for God to tell me where he wants me to go instead of me kind of making my mind up about that. 
Mm. Yeah, it's definitely about like letting God do what he needs to do in your life. And yeah, definitely. Not like putting a stop to it, which can be hard sometimes if it's like not exactly what you want. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard not to try and like sit down and make your own plan yeah. for things. Definitely, you know? definitely. So what excites you more about Jesus or being a Christian? Since you're, you're quite new, so what is it that's, what is it that's made it exciting? Uh, what's made it exciting? I, I think it's just, it, it just doesn't get old that he's for everybody. Like, no matter how bad or horrible, like, you think a person is, like, Jesus still loves them with all his heart and cares for them just as much as he does for the person that's, like, tried to be as good as they can all their life. So that's something that really, like, even, like, murderers and people we think, like, are so beyond the reach of God are actually, like, the people that he wants. Yeah, yeah didn't Jesus say it's the healthy don't need a doctor? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's really nice. I like what you said that. So thank you very much. That's you. <laughs> that's your questions. Um, yeah, so... Our next song, this is called King of the Ages, and this is by Ihuan Ilsip. Because me and Lauren, we did a charity radio show last week, and yep. we did a few. We kind of made it a bit more like child friendly, and we were like, "Well, this is actually really fun. We should like make it more." Yeah, like, bring games because games work really well. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. So we're gonna try it out with you guys as well here. Yeah. So I mean, it's very. I hope it works, but um, I've just it's all Christmas song questions. So I'll just say the question, and then whoever shouts it out first. Um, Gets, or and then I'll say the answer and then whatever we'll see how it goes <laughs> um, yeah so we'll just go for it so the carol the carol silent night was first played on which instrument harp no piano no oh what uh, violin no we're gonna keep going um, <laughs> drums no harpsichord no was it like an oboe or something no <laughs> Is it an organ? No, it's really easy, basic. Oh, is it a guitar? Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> My next guest was tambourine. So. <laughs> um, which of the following is a Santa Claus reindeer? Comet, dare, lancer, or racer? Comet. Yep. Um, before it became a cake, what was Christmas pudding originally? A fruit pie made with mulled wine, a soup made with raisins and wine, a porridge made with berries and ginger, a savoury pie made with raisins and rum. Is it the first one? No. Nope. The last one? No. Nope. Oh, third one. No. Second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone remember what the second one was? No. <laughs> uh, oh, it was a soup made with raisins and wine. A soup? Right. Yeah. How do you turn soup into cake? Just leave it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably come really hard. Um, what was the first name of Mrs. Claus? Clara, Maud, Jenny or Gertrude? Gertrude. Yep. <laughs> um, after leaving Bethlehem, Bethlehem, to which country did Joseph marry? Egypt. Into Egypt. Yes. 
Well done. Oh, man. <laughs> what is the question wasn't even finished. <laughs> yeah, it didn't need to be. <laughs> um, what's the name of Ebenezer Scrooge's partner from the play A Christmas Carol? Marley. Robert Marley. No. That's well, Robert Marley. Well, half of it is right. Robert Mick Marley. No. Daniel Marley. No. Steve Marley. No. It's definitely Marley. Rupert Marley. <laughs> no. Because of a Jai. Jim. No. James Marley. No. George Marley. No. Jock. Jack. Oh, what? Jacob. Jacob. Oh. Oh. Um, how Sorry. many points does a snowflake traditionally have? Eight. No. Six. Yes. Yeah. Um, what was the author of A Christmas Carol? Charles Dickens. Yes. Um, the red and white costume of Father Christmas was allegedly first introduced by which drinks manufacturer? Coca-Cola. Uh, don't know who got that one. Um, what are two other names for Santa Claus? Father Christmas. St. Nicholas. Yes. No. Uh, is it Father Christmas? Is one, no. Yeah, yeah, but there's another one. Wait, so it's Saint... <laughs> what was it? St. Nick? Yeah. St. Nick and, and Father Christmas. No, Chris Kringle. Oh. Oh. I don't, oh, actually, yeah. I don't know yeah. what that, I don't what? know where that comes from. Yeah, it's from. Yeah. It's definitely it's in a movie. Oh. Like Miracle on. Oh, yeah. so, oh. Can't remember what street it is. Twenty oh. something. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, why are Christmas candy canes red and white in color? Oh, my dad told me this yesterday. Oh, is it red for the blood of Jesus? Is, is, <laughs> is it? Is it actually? Uh, yeah. Yeah, red for the blood of Jesus and, and white for the purity. Yes, yes. yes. Well done. <laughs> and then you turn it upside down. It's a J. Oh yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Is that the first time you've heard? Mind blown. Mind blown. educated tonight. <laughs> um, on the second day of Christmas, what does my true love give to me? Oh no. What day? Second. Chickens. No. <laughs> two yeah. turtle doves. Yeah, two turtle doves. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Oh, no, a partridge in a pear tree. No, it's one partridge in a pear tree. They gave it to that on the first day of Christmas. <laughs> oh, okay, right, we'll go, yeah, we'll go along with that. Um, which Christmas hymn's second verse begins with O Sing, Courage of Angels? Hark the Herald? No. O Sing, Courage of Angels. The second Hark the Herald is the only one I know. Oh. Is it the O Come and Exalted? O Come, All Ye Faithful. That was the song I was singing. Oh. <laughs> um, according to the song, what did my true love give to me on the seventh day of Christmas? Seven swans are swimming. Yep. Um, and last, second last question: In which European country was the original Saint Nicholas from? Was it? Is it Turkey? Yeah. Well done. Um, which US singer sang "All I Want for Christmas Is You" in 1994? Alright, Yeah. That's us done. <laughs> so not sure who won. Um, you all did really well. You all you. like there some questions that I had no idea what they were about. Um, yeah, that was just to get us in the Christmas mood because I think next week we're going to make it very Christmas. Yes. So unfortunately, last week is going to be our last episode mm. of this year. Yeah. Do either of you have any Christmas traditions that you used to do every year, or what's your favourite part of Christmas? Well, I get up at like seven still on Christmas to get my presents, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do that for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I think we all. I actually I get up quite late. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, some people sleep in, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, well, what are you doing? Yeah, no, no. You need the full day. Yeah, like no. we just so, like lounge about in our jammies and then 
Like instead of like turkey, we have steak. So yeah. It was a steak. Yeah. On Christmas Day. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's a bit really controversial. Yeah. My mum doesn't like to cook turkey because it takes too long. So. Mm. That's very enough. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Lauren? Well, my mum always did this thing. She would get you like three main presents, a gold one, so that would be like your main present. Frankincense would be like kind of some sort of like um, kind of Christian present, and then myrrh would be some sort of um, kind of toiletry item. So we'd always have those kind of three kind of That's main cool. presents. Oh, nice. so that was always I've a cool tradition we had. That's pretty cool. And do you get up early or sleep in? I get up earlier. I judge when my family are going to get up. Then I get up earlier than them so I can be, you know, ready for the day. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I don't like being dragged at my bed and forced to enjoy immediately. Mm. I like to get up earlier, then wind myself up into the enjoyment. Yeah. I can appreciate it fully. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Christmas is always like different depending on what day it is. Like, I don't know, what is it? Tuesdays. <laughs> really? <a> <laughs> yeah. So like if it's like a Sunday or like if it's like a Tuesday. Uh, Pretty sure it's a Tuesday yeah. this year. So. Yeah. No, nobody disappoint me there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If Christmas is on a Sunday, do you go to church as well? Yeah. Would you? I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember when, when was the last time it was Christmas on Sunday. Yeah. It probably Two was. Two years ago. Two years ago. I didn't go to church. Oh. I think I went to Christmas Eve service. It's pretty good. But I didn't. I don't can't. I think our relatives coming over, so we didn't go to the Christmas Day one. Yeah, it's quite hard because you're quite like tired and. But yeah. yeah, like I want to enjoy the holiday. Mhm. I know because the day goes past so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so that's the end of our Christmas section. <laughs> Next song up is by Hillsong, which is going to be interesting because we're going to talk a bit more about that later. So mm. bear it in mind. And this song, this is one of the ones we took from the charts. Mm. So we're trying to take some, a song from the charts. So we're, we're still relevant. And mm. um, so this is Who You Say I Am by Hillsong. Welcome back. So we're going to talk a little bit about worship, and particularly Hillsong, because um, I met Joe tonight, and Joe has a really, really interesting story and quite a bit to say on this. Um, so just tell us um, a little bit about yourself then, because you were talk- you've been talking um, about your connection with Hillsong and just prophecy and kind of where you want to go. So just what explain. Do, what do you do? What are you... You're in school? Yeah, I'm in school. I'm 17. I'm in a S6 at Kyle. Mm. And, yeah, great place. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's something just now. Nice. So, how did you become, when did you become a Christian? Uh, I've always, like, my mum uh, grew up as a Catholic. And uh, when we were we, like, she used to go to Catholic church. But she never really enjoyed it. Um, and then when she was, uh, when I was in primary seven, uh, one of my friends, mum took her along to my church just now. It's called Southside. Um, and then, eventually, like, a few weeks into it, she took us... I really enjoyed it, but I never probably um, like grasped it. It's like, okay, I'm a Christian, until a couple of years after it. My mum and my dad both ran a cell group at our house, uh, so like had folk in Bible study, and then I was like, do you know what, actually, I, I want to become a Christian. I asked my mum when I was about, I think it was like eight or nine, maybe a wee bit younger, uh, and when he can, can I become a Christian, she's like, sure, so she took me up to like the bedroom upstairs and uh, prayed with me, and yeah, been a Christian ever since. <laughs> mm. So yeah, so started from a young age, but... Uh-huh. 
just loved it. Yeah, and have you always known what you've wanted to do, or is this like a new? No, no. I uh, originally like I've always loved music. My dad um, has always really been into music, so I've my love for music all stemmed from him. But I uh, used to want to go into the police um, for a good year, uh, and then I started thinking about sports and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, I mean I've always played really guitar. Uh, from like I was wee, um, and I've always just loved music, but I don't know why it never ever dawned on me until I was at a weekend away with my church, um, and I was thinking, like we're talking about career choices and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden it came into my mind like music, so I started thinking a bit about it, um, but still thinking more along the lines of like police, maybe sports or whatever, uh, and then basically one night um, I went to a prophetic uh, course my church was running uh, with the prophetic ministry team from Glasgow, I think, and um, I didn't know, I was like going to stay home and do homework, but uh, Mum said, no, I think you should come, I think it'll be good, so I went uh, and I sat down and they, they were just starting to do some kind of prophetic teaching to folk and then they went into a time of prophecy and this lady went to me, uh, boy in the blue top, I was in a blue top, so they went, Are you? And I went, okay, yeah, and then she was like, okay, I, I feel God's just really telling me right now that um, you're confused with what you want to do with your career. Um, and he's telling you the only thing that's going to fit that bill is full-time ministry and full-time worship. Um, and then she started going to other things, uh, which was just really, really powerful and uh, really connected to me. Um, and she started saying, like, how I'm going to have to go through some, like, educational processes um, to get where I want to be uh, and, like, go up and down countries and stuff like that. It was just an awesome, awesome message. And that just really fueled uh, my passion for, like, wanting to do worship leading. So. Mm. I assume you must have had like other signs that ministry was something you were going to do because sometimes with prophecy you need to check mm -hmm. um, rather than just accepting what people say yeah. kind of blindly. So what other things have you had to kind of confirm that that's a path that you should be going okay. on? Well, uh, after that after that night, um, I think a couple of days, I was, I was out walking my dog uh, and I was praying, I listened to music and then all of a sudden uh, I heard Australia just drop into my mind. And I was like, Australia? And then I uh, asked God, okay, confirmed to me whatever this, this is this is Australia and then uh, like for each single each each and every single day after that I heard Australia and uh, specifically it was like Sydney Australia so I was like right okay um just thinking about it and then a couple of weeks after that uh, I went back to the follow-up of the next prophetic training and we were trying to visualize um Jesus in the room and I seen Jesus in the corner he walked over to me um and he's wearing like a white robe with a red band around it uh, and then I looked at him and I held up my hands and in my mind I just seen him placing sandals on my uh, hands but like they were upside down and then so I asked one of the um, ministers uh, what this could mean and they were like oh it means like Jesus like, is pure like passing purity onto you but also the sandals can mean travel I was like travel okay and then I was thinking to myself upside down sandals what's upside down and then like folk call us really like it's not the underworld, that's not the right thing, but like, land down, 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 down under, yeah. that's it. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, so Australia's like upside down, so I'm upside down, I must travel to Australia. <laughs> uh, and ever since that, again, I started here in Australia constantly, and I was talking to my youth worker about it, and he was like, okay, um, how songs out in, out in uh, Australia, and there's a college that you can do worship and stuff at it. I was like, oh, okay, right, cool. Um, so ever since then, I've just been kind of focusing on trying to get to then, but I think the thing that clarified it to me was I was helping out at our holiday club at church, we do it every summer, and in the morning it's football, 
Uh, so I got asked what age group I was like. I said whatever age group it was, and about ten minutes later, I went asked. I went and asked what team it was, and it was for the World Cup, so it was World Cup themed. Uh, and she went, okay, it's Australia. So I was like, right, mm. okay, this is getting too weird now. So mm. I was like, okay, God, right, just help me out and like show me where to go. So yeah, I've just been kind of fueled for it then. So, what is it in Australia you're kind of looking to do? Okay, so I want to go to the Hillsong uh, College um, to study worship leading. That's the plan. Yeah. And then were you saying you were going to come back? And uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not, I mean, I'm not too sure right now. Uh, I really don't know. Um, but in my mind, I've got it that I'm going to go out there for like, I think it's three years. Um, come back, go, like, pardon me, go into uni. All again, like third or fourth year straight away. Um, but Hillsong have planted a church in Edinburgh, so hopefully by the time it'll be a bit bigger. Cause I've been I've been once before, it was really good. Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll be able to like, get involved in the worshiping kind of branch of the church as well. Um, so that's the plans. Just now. That's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> just be going kind of wherever you're led after that. Yeah, basically yeah. I'm just like gonna just try and follow in God's footsteps, I guess. Just trust in Him, which is a scary thing. Not the fact that trusting him is scary, it's just like, I don't know where he's leading me, yeah. but it's a journey that I'm really excited for. And just like, I know it's going to be like the best life I can possibly lead, so. That's absolutely brilliant, that's mm. absolutely brilliant story. Yeah, I feel, I've been, you know, the career path that I kind of chosen, I felt like called into it in a very mm. similar way, that it's just so many things kind of happen, as you're saying, like you held Australia almost every day. Like, I've heard things like that with kind of, journalism and I was like okay get the point now (laughs) just so many things fall into place and doors open that you didn't try to open they just kind of open for you exactly yeah for Uh me that's just it's kind of worked almost not in the same way but kind of similar things Mm. happen so it it just shows that God cares about where you are who you are where you are yeah kind of where you're going that you're not just talking to nothing like you, yeah you get yeah you, like, you get like a sense that like there's actually something there yeah 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 and also the way that god gives us like the skills and the characteristics oh. to like perfectly suit what we're what he wants us to do like it's things that like you wouldn't even you're like you didn't even notice before like somebody said this to me the other day like oh you're so good at speaking to people like and then like somebody else was like oh that's because you were brought up in a church so like you you're talking to people all the time Mm. and like that's like a skill that like we wouldn't have even like thought of before yeah um and like in journalism that's obviously like really useful so you know little things like that like you know he makes you the way he wants you to be yeah i think that is it's something it's exciting and scary as well knowing that there's somewhere you're meant to go but Mm. you don't get to know yet (laughs) you're just getting like little little breadcrumbs of where it is you're meant to go. I guess that's like where God challenges you because um, like we're all like He calls us to like kind of trust in Him and stuff like that. And by trusting Him, like you're rewarded. Um, but like eventually, like you'll discover what that is. Um, but like it just all falls into place. I was, like, I was reading a book. I was reading Lifeline just now, and like I was saying in a part that like you. If you like follow what God's want for you, you look in the mirror like say three years later, and you'll see like a completely different person because God will be moulding you into the man or the woman uh, that he's intended you to be. So I just think that's awesome. Great. (laughs) Something else I wanted to ask Uh um, y'all, just kind of moving on to a different topic, just talking about different versions of the Bible, like what version of the, because there's tons of different translations of the Bible, Mm -hmm. they kind of go from the word by word translation to thought by thought translation. So what 
kind of versions do you guys read? Yeah, well, the church, the church I go to uses ESV. Um, but actually, I went to a camp for kids over summer and they gave us these Bibles. And I can't remember what it's called right now, the translation. But it was like ESV, but it's a lot easier to read. So it's like, because I think sometimes ESV is, you find words and like, like structures that like people don't really use today, whereas the one that we got at this camp is just a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. well, the, te the text then it's bigger because it was for kids, but it, like, it just read a lot smoother and it like, actually sounds like something that somebody would say. Because sometimes you read DSV and you're like, nobody ever says that word. <laughs> but like, yeah, so like, I, I kind of go between those two, really. So I was, because when I was using my Bible on my phone, I usually use a physical Bible, but during this tea tonight I was using my Bible on my phone. And without Wi-Fi, it immediately goes to the American Standard Version. And it was very much kind of King Jamesy. And Jesus called his disciples to cometh. <laughs> and you're like, Did, yeah. is that, so yeah, that's what happened, was it? Um, and usually I use the New Living Translation. That's the one I usually use. New Living or the NIV. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, I that's what I use. <laughs> it's like probably the easiest to follow. Like, mm -hmm. well, personally for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, there's like youth Bibles as well. It's like that's usually, usually that's usually NLT. NLT um, or NIV yeah. are usually yeah, the yeah. kind of they're like the two kind of main ones I think. Uh, particularly, yeah. I've had the Message one before, but that one can be a bit tricky. That one's like, very much a kind of thought I thought, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you can't really like listen to that during a sermon. Do any of you use King James? No, no, not at all. Not at all. No, I don't find if I use King James. King James, I have to look up every like yeah, second or third word. I got myself a King James Bible, I think, two years ago, because something I really like about King James was it was written so it was easily memorisable. So it was written for that because I thought, hey, it'd be great if I get me a King James, I'll be able to memorise the Bible so much easier. Then I read it and I don't know what I'm reading. I don't. <laughs> I had to get my other Bible to actually know what it said, so didn't didn't work so great. But the, I, I, there's something I do like about the King James. So it's just it is very poetic. I do like it. I want to kind of delve into it a bit more because it is, it's fun in its own way, the King James. It's very kind of Shakespeare-y Bible. Mm. Do, have you ever used like a commentary like along with your Bible? Oh, yeah. No one of my Bibles does. It has lots of um, commentary for the different verses. Like the bottom, it's like splits. The top part of the page is Bible. The bottom part of the page is commentary. So it's notes on things, what the Bible verses actually mean, like... Paul went to Samaria, like his map. This yeah. is where he went. Uh -huh. I find things like that are really helpful, um, like something alongside, like devotionals and things. Yeah, yeah it, it just makes it more real. You can kind of put it into context a bit mm. more in your head. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because it gives you like real life situations instead of like like to go along with the story. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. So you were saying, Joe, it's the NIV you use? Yeah, uh, that's like. I just go to my Bible app on my phone, and I think my physical Bible is the NLT. Mm. Uh, it's like a soul survivor Bible. Recommend it. It's very good. Because um, it's got like kind of wee chunks in it that like explains it further, and like kind of wee study notes and stuff like that, which is really helpful. Um, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, there's just there's lots of different. Do you know how many there are? For English, there's absolute ton. Yeah, there's like hundreds. For English. 
Yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah. So on the, on the Bible app I have, there's at least, yeah. there's like six. Oh, no, there is, like, there's yeah, tons there on the Bible app. There's loads. And there's so many, like, it's translated in so many um, languages now. Yeah. Do all languages have, like, a million different versions, or is that just, like, an English thing? No idea. No clue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, actually. I, I, I suppose it depends on how long the language it's had the Bible yeah. for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like... So if it's just been translated, they're yeah. probably going to have, like, one version, I guess. But I don't know. That Do you think was, when they're translating it into language. new languages, they go off, like, the old Dead Sea Scrolls, or they just translate from English into whatever? I don't know. I reckon they probably try to go from, like... The old, the original, the old, the original the ones, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes they translate from, like, one language to another to another. You end up with something, like, yeah. really weird. Yeah, it's going to be, like, further away yeah. from... Like, have you ever done that on Google Translate, where you literally just, like, you write something... So, see, you can go from, like... English to French, and then just translate it back to English, and it just like it's so not what you wrote at all. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, don't know if that's just Google that does that. It might happen in real life as well. <laughs> no, it will, because you're getting further away from the original yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. text. Yeah. Aye, so it will be going from the original Greek and the Hebrew. It is Greek and Hebrew, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Don't know anything about the historical side. <laughs> I'm not very really good at that. It's quite uh, interesting. I think I need, I need to learn more about historical kind of context. Yeah, It'll certainly help me when I'm reading. Know mm-hmm. what's happening. Yeah, when you get like questions about it, you can like. Yeah. You know, like about like when they're like, oh, what proof is there that there actually was? Same but re- did you hear that they found Noah's Ark? Have they? Yeah. They found Noah's Ark. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, like I thought I heard that years ago as well, though. Like they'd found like a, but then. I don't know if they did. They found like a bit of old wood, and they were like, "Hmm, ark." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this was like a like a proper thing. There was like a news story. I saw that the other That's recently. Mental. Yeah. Okay, like halfway up a mountain, won't it? Um, it I'm has sure to be, but it will be halfway up a mountain. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. If you are interested in Bible history, like I follow this really cool YouTube channel called Religion for Breakfast. It's really cool. The guy talks about like all the old scrolls and like stuff like that mm. and it goes like all the different translations and like yeah. how the bible was like put together from all these old wee bits of paper uh-huh. so it's really cool just to, like actually find out more about That's the awesome. history of it really that cool. is cool yeah. 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 yeah and i watch like way too many youtube videos so it's like <laughs> good to watch something youtube is so good yeah. <laughs> you can find like anything on it <laughs> do you have like do you watch like christian youtubers or yeah some yeah some yeah like the, the bible project as well was like mm. really good oh, they yeah, did, that like, is good overviews of like books in the bible and stuff yeah yeah it's really good yeah. yeah like does it do like a storyline of like books in the bible yeah uh, yeah so it kind of like it takes like one book and like summarizes it uh-huh. in like a video but it's all you they use a lot of like illustrations and stuff that are like really handy handy yeah, yeah. so at the end you can take like a screenshot of uh-huh. this like page and you have like the whole of like say genesis and like one little screenshot it's really cool I know someone who got a chronological Bible because obviously things like the the Old Testament, it's not all in order. Oh yeah, yeah. And so it was the Bible, but in order as far as you could get it, <laughs> um, which they thought would be really interesting. But then you get to like, you know, Jesus's, and you have to read the story of Jesus like being crucified four times, and it just gets a bit old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true because it's like repeated and everything. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, you're reading like one story and then it jumps somewhere else. Uh-huh. Then you go back to the story. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a mess with your brain. But I think it would be interesting to mm. know the order things actually happened in. Yeah, yeah. Have you like ever read the Bible, like the full Bible in one go? I, 
think I start. I think I started that several times. Then I get to like Genesis four and I give up. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really big book, especially if you want to like actually read it, like in depth and like think about it. There's like so much happening. Yeah. Like sometimes in the space of like two pages, there's just like too much to like just keep going. It's like Genesis has like really slow chapters sometimes, where it's like. Where they're like literally the the descendants chapters, you know, where it's like and so and so was son of so and so, and they were son of so and so, and you're like, hmm, yeah. that's great. I'm really <laughs> glad I know yeah. that now. Yeah, it just I'm saying that because my um in my church we've we've got the group and it's a Bible read group. Um, I'm basically starting a new year. It's going through the whole Bible. So in the first week we have to read the whole of Genesis. Oh really? In a so, week? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How? I'm just gonna have to make it happen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You have to I give mean, up uni. Yeah, I know. yeah and then, Worth it though. Uh, yeah, and then like Psalms, so it's like Psalm 1 to 89 in the week. And, oh, that's um, a lot. So yeah. it's like the whole Bible in one year. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. So oh. I'm hoping that I can I can manage it. But yeah. <laughs> I suppose if you, if you say it's like time, it should be possible. Yeah. I mean, I'm like excited to like be eight, like say that I can do it but then at the same time I'm kind of like will I actually take this all in if I'm reading it so quickly I try yeah. to do it with like you know a structure where it actually tells me how much to read in a day mm. but then if I missed a day I'd have to play catch up and then it was I was too far behind uh, it would just be too daunting and then you'd be yeah. five days behind and you're like not, yeah. not happening I think that's good like when like you can get books like so like I, I said before like I'm reading the uh, lifelines mm. like we can get books like that like, direct you to parts in the bible so it's not like just kind of like it kind of summarises it for you then you can go and read separate individual chapters which is like probably good because like you're not just cramming everything in and you're like not getting like overwhelmed like it spreads it out so I think that's when those type of books are really helpful yeah definitely um, so we've got the cattle service coming up on Tuesday which is really exciting for um, Cali CU um, what do we know about it? so it's I think we're joining with Strathclyde CU as well so it's just going to be one big Kind of carol service for everyone yeah. to come along to. I'm really looking forward to it. I love Christmas carols. It should be good. It should be good. It should be like yeah. very. Yeah, it should be good. It's like Christmas carols. Uh-huh. Like what could go yeah, wrong like with that? In the mood for it. Um, so it's in Glasgow C- Cathedral. Seven p.m. At seven p.m. Um, and there'll be teas and coffees and probably the usual like mince pies and mulled wine. All the good Hopefully. stuff. Hopefully, <laughs> that would be good. Um, but yeah, what what other CE events do we have? We have the Kaylee coming up on the 13th, 13th of December. Uh-huh. My so, memory. Yeah, so that's a fundraiser for the events weekend. Events yep, week. so that's a fundraiser for the CEO. So that, that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. We throw good Kayleys. <laughs> Do come along. Yeah. Um, but that is us kind of reaching the end of our episode. So thank you, everyone, very much for listening. Thank you guys for coming on tonight. Thanks for having us. No worries at all. Um, so this next song, our last song, this is The World is Alive by Casting Crowns. Looking out from his throne, the father of light and of men, chose to make himself known.